Hello everyone and welcome to today's Mishnah Yomi. Today in Meretz Hashem, we will be covering Megillah, Perak Beis, Mishnayis Beis through Gimel. Mishnah is Megillah chapter 2 and Mishnayis 2 through 3. Perak Mishnah Beis, I'm sorry, says as follows. Second Mishnah, Karaserigim. If a person read the Megillah in parts. So the idea over here is, the Bartunura explains that a person is reading, pausing, and reading. So instead of reading it in one continuous flow, I'm pausing in different parts of the Megillah. Or misnamnim. A person read the Megillah. The best way to kind of describe misnamnim is dozing. The mission of the Gemara normally explains misnamnim as nimvalonim, tirvalotir. If a person is asleep but not really asleep, awake but not really awake, kind of in that dozing state. What's the halacha? Yatsa. A person is still yotze the kriyas hamigila in these two cases. Hayakosva v'darsha umagia. So an interesting case, literally translated. If you're writing the megillah, learning the megillah, or fixing, correct, making corrections in the actual scroll, im kivein libo. If you had in mind to be yotze the mitzvah of megillah while doing this, you're yotze ve'im lav. And if you didn't have in mind to be yotze, you're not yotze. So the Bartanura explains this case in a little bit more depth. The Bartanura says specifically the case of where you're writing it can't be a situation of where you're actually like sitting down to write a Megillah because the halacha is that the scroll that you use for the mitzvah of Megillah must be a fully written scroll, must already be fully written. So the case over here, probably the best way to illustrate this case is a person is sitting down with a Megillah that's already written, but they want to review it, maybe looking for mistakes. So I'm reading through the Megillah while at the same time looking for mistakes and correcting those mistakes as I go through it. So, or for that matter, I'm sitting down and I'm learning the Megillah and I'm reading through the scroll learning it. So in these situations, the Mishnah explains that as long as one has in mind to be Yotze, the mitzvah of Megillah, while I'm learning the Megillah, while I'm reading through it and looking for mistakes, that's okay. But if let's say you read through it looking for mistakes or you learn the Megillah and then afterwards you said, hey, you know what? I just read the Megillah. Let me just use that as the way to fulfill my mitzvah. Ex post facto, it doesn't work. So in other words, while reading the Megillah, I could be doing other things as well, learning it or looking for it, look, learn, re- reviewing it and looking for mistakes. As long as proactively I had kavana to be yotze the mitzvah of Megillah at that time. So here the Mishnah gets into a little bit about the technicalities of how the Megillah is supposed to be written. So let me work from the from the end of the Mishnah backwards. The Mishnah says in order for the scroll to be a kosher scroll, it has to satisfy three criteria. Number one, the Hebrew writing has to be a Shuris, which is a specific type of script, which is the script that we use in our Sifrei Torah and in our and in our Megillos. So it has to be written in Ashuris script. Number two, Allah Sefer, which is processed, refined parchment, Ubidio, with black ink, which sustains, which endures. The previous lines explain that if you wrote with any other kind of ink, or for that matter, again, if you wrote on unrefined pieces of parchment, that is not a valid scroll. Beautiful. That's Mishnah Beis. We now come to Mishnah Gimel. Mishnah Gimel says, Ben Ir Shahalach Lakrach, Ben Krach Shahalach Lier. So an interesting halach. Remember again, we learned at the beginning of the Mesechta that halach alamaisa. Halacha Lemaisa, different cities read at different times. So for example, walled cities read on the 15th of Adar, unwalled cities read on the 14th of Adar. So now the Mishnah explains as follows. The Mishnah explains what happens if you live in one place 
but you find yourself visiting another place. So let's say, for example, I live in Baltimore, which reads on the 14th, and I'm visiting Yerushalayim, which reads on the 15th. Or conversely, I live in Yerushalayim, I live in Yerushalayim, which reads on the 15th, but I'm visiting Baltimore, which reads on the 14th. So how do I structure my reading? Do I read like the place in which I'm currently situated? Or do I read according to the minog of where I live? So the Mishnah says it depends. So literally translated what this means is if you're going to go home, if you're ultimately going to go home, so read like your place of residence. But if not, you read like the place in which you are currently situated. So the way the Bartinura and ultimately the Gemara explains, the Gemara explains what this Mishnah means is as follows. Everything is pretty much determined by what, where you are at the time when Purim occurs in the place in which you're currently situated. Let me explain this a little bit better. So let's say I live in Yerushalayim, but on the 14th of Adar, I am in Baltimore. See, if I'm going to be in Baltimore at dawn of the 14th of Adar, so I read like Baltimore. So in other words, if I, wherever I, if I find myself in a place and I'm going to be in that place, when there is an obligation upon the residents of that place to read Megillah, then I conduct myself like the residents of that place. So if I live in Yerushalayim, which normally reads on the 15th, but I'm going to find myself in Baltimore, which uh, uh, but I'm, now I'm in Baltimore, I'm going to be in Baltimore on the morning of the 14th, and that year I conduct myself like the residents of Baltimore and read on the 14th of Adar. Even though, again, I'm a resident of Yerushan. Everything depends where you are on the morning of Purim itself. So if I'm in Baltimore on the morning of the 14th, I read like Baltimore. If ultimately, again, I'm not in Baltimore the morning of the 14th, then I would read like Yerushalayim. So it's interesting, by the way, because even though we have an obligation to read the Megillah by night and by day, Halacha Lamaisa, when you read, is determined where you're going to be the morning of. The morning of. So for example, interestingly enough, if I would be leaving for Yerushalayim, let's say the night of the 14th, then ultimately, again, I would go ahead and read in accordance with Yerushalayim and not in Baltimore. Just an interesting halacha. Good. Mishnah goes on. The Mishnah says as follows. This is an interesting idea. From what point, from... from how much of the Megillah do you have to read in order to fulfill your obligation? Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Kula. Rabbi Meir says, in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Megillah, <coughs> excuse me, you have to read the entire Megillah. Rabbi Huda Omar Ish Yehudi. Rabbi Huda says, no, you only have to read from the section of Ish Yehudi Hayah B'Shushan Abira. Remember again, this is the Pasuk. This is from the second chapter of Megillah's Esther, where we are introduced to Mordechai HaTzadik. And Rabbi Yossi says, Me'achar HaDvarim Ha'ila. Rabbi Yossi says, no, you only have to read from the third chapter. The third chapter ultimately is the, is the beginning of the story of the ascension of Haman. So what's interesting to note over here is really the, the real Machlokes is kind of what is the essence of the story? Does the essence of the story begin ultimately with Mordechai when we're introduced to Mordechai as Mordechai in, together with Esther are the architects of salvation? Or ultimately, again, is it really from the beginning of the story of the ascension of Haman which is really the beginning of the story of the, the, the difficulties and trials and tribulations for Kalal Yisrael. So three of Machlokas, Chacham say you have to read the whole thing, or excuse me, Rabbi Meir says you have to read the whole thing, Rabbi Huda says from Ish Yehudi, second chapter, Rabbi Yossi says, Achar Dvar Ma'ila, 
third chapter. How do we paskin? We paskin like Rabbi Meir, namely that halacha lamaisa, you have to read the entire Megillah in order to be yotze. So really, Mishnah Gimel teaches us really two very important halachas. Number one, that we have to read the Megillah in its entirety. And number two, that halacha lamaisa, if a person is going to return to his hometown before the dawn on Purim morning, which means again, before dawn, before dawn on Purim in the place in which you are visiting, then ultimately again, you read Megillah on the same time as your hometown. But if that is not the case, then you read Megillah in accordance to wherever you are staying. And that is indeed how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins as well. We'll stop over here for today. Wishing everyone a wonderful day and look forward to continuing with Mishnah Yomi tomorrow.